I totally can. No, you can't. I totally can. I, I definitely can. You, you, you can. You cannot. Hey guys, uh, I go away for one episode, and this is what I come back to. Car keeps saying that he can do sports. I can do sports. I've done sports. Sports are good. No, you can't. I can. Mm-mm. Believe me, I can. You can do sports. Yes. This is because we're talking about sports animes this episode. I can do sports. That's an excellent segue. But you can't. But I can. You can't. I'm telling I you. Can. There's only one way to find out. Let's do this. It's over 9,000! Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Wi-Fi. 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 Wi-Fi Radio. Uh, konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Kawaii-Fi Radio, the podcast we look into the world of anime and manga and sports. Sports. Apparently. Yeah, we got it there. I'm Kyle, and joining me, I'm my co-host, Dee and Kenny. Hey, guys. Hello. Welcome back, Kenny. Thank you. Did you enjoy your lovely segue away? It was nice. Mm. Wholesome. Relaxing. Watch plenty of anime. So, n- no change. No, oh, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Just well, a scenery change. Yeah, just a bit of a scenery change. Well, um, we're talking about sports today. Sports. If we sports. didn't make that clear. We'll be good at them. Sports. We'll be good at them. I'm good at them. Sure. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, can. You no. cannot sports. I got blisters on my fingers. That's from yeah, guitaring. That's not sports. <laughs> no, that was from climbing a rock thingy today. Oh, <laughs> wow, I'm a so wall? good. A wall. Was wow. the wall rock ma- climbing? Yeah. Was the wall made of guitar? <laughs> yes. Oh. Hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah oh, well, very that's good. Cool. Um, but on that note, we do need to talk about one of the shows from this season, which mm. has. Is sports, but is disappointed. Yes, yeah, so we so watched upset. this as sort of like a preparation to sort of like lead us into what we were going to see, and. Um, Oh dear. oh dear. I was so I was so upset because last week when we were talking oh not last week, last time we were like, Oh, what are we gonna do? And I was like, I really want to watch Tamayomi mm-hmm. and I wanna talk about it, so let's do sports because <laughs> hell yeah. Like yep. girls gay, playing baseball. Gay baseball, let's do it. And yep. then we got what, two episodes in and I was like, I need to go wash my eyeballs out because this was yeah. so upsetting. It was so weird. I'm so I that, Still, just can't fathom the what CG. happened. <laughs> oh, Grace. So th- this is a show about. Um, it's one of this season's animes. It's about two girls who used to play baseball together, reconnecting in uh, high school, and then creating a new team. But well, they uh, join do, a do club they? at a high school, and uh, <laughs> the club is about, it's to, about be to be shut, shut down. down. Of course, <laughs> every time. But it, it just like some of the choices. Like sometimes the animation's really good, mm-hmm. and then. It's awful for the rest of the episode. And it's like the styles change. The characters, mm. like, they have the same, like, sort of like the hair color and length and sort of like general look. But then their proportions change, their mm. head shape Body's changes, so their face changes. It's just like. Yeah. Even the color of their hair, like their hair, mm. their eyes change Actually, so yes. often. No, you're I was right. Like, a what a is few happening? times there were slight alterations. It, like it was that. so inconsistent and annoying. And then there was that weird point when they were playing catch where they decided to go to CG just oh. for that scene. Uh. It was like. Just I, the girls were CG and the yeah. background wasn't. And I was like, this is awful. It just didn't fit into nah. the scene Oof. at all. It was rough. And I don't know. I just... The I'm not, artwork looks so beautiful. It and does. like the last episodes looked really beautiful. But I was like, I don't think I can... I, 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 I don't know if I much. want to know whether it gets better or not. Mm. I mean, we were looking into the studio that made it. There were a relatively newer Newish. one yeah they've worked on other companies stuff before they like have a, but they, an they... opening here music direction here stuff like that yeah but don't but baseball girls yeah i wanted, base, I wanted strong 
muscly baseball girls. Oh, and look, I, I mean, they did do a good job on in some scenes for like the thighs and the arms, true. like when they you were. You can see the muscle the, when definition they were in it. Yeah, putting their foot down to throw the ball, or when they were sliding into a base, that it looked, it looked like good. realistic. But that yeah, was for a bit two seconds. I wonder it. if like yeah. that's where a lot of the focus was to start with, and then. Maybe they slacked off towards the end when they were like compiling everything, getting everything together. Mm. Yeah. There were times where like the reflection, like the whites of people's, like the light reflection whites in people's eyes just wasn't there. And I was like, they look dead inside. They look dead inside. It's like, did you not bother what? animating anyone who Mm-mm. was slightly back from the like, plane of And they were all discussion? like, oh. even that, like half of them weren't in focus half the time as well. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? It's like, this is, this isn't like, I feel like it needed test Hard. screenings. Yeah. Well, I think they should have just delayed it because clearly coronavirus was an issue for this. Yeah, because uh, it's still coming out. You reckon that might have been like the major contributor? To no, this? I don't mm. think so. It's Studio A-Cat, which um, from memory haven't done anything that notable. They've done a lot of stuff like CG in the background and stuff over the years, but they've never really until like the last five years done mm. any major develop- like animes and none of them have been that notable. Mm. And I think this is the first time they've been given an opportunity to adapt a manga and it's... It's not. Good. I hope they just redo it. Yeah, that would. Be I nice. hope this is just sort of like a rough uh, start. Well, may- maybe because we have seen this happen before on like Blu-ray releases where it's like completely new and it, it looks great. But yeah, who, mm. who knows? Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, um, it, it looked like a really, really good story. So if you only does. care about the storyline, you might be fine. Yeah, if you can sit there and just kind of just not ignore it, just don't look, look at, at it. it. <laughs> don't look at it. Just just listen to the audio. You'll be fine. I mean, so it's a lot the same as like your most storylines for every other kind of sporting anime. Yeah. They're an underdog team. They're like a group of mismatched misfits. Let's go collect players. Yeah, they. Of course, there will be twins because you know whatever you're doing, a team. There, or there are is they just sisters. Twins, I, twins. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. So they, when, yeah. whenever there is a team game and they require more than five players. There's always twins. There's always twins. Who wants to draw 10 different characters? Yep. Yep. (laughs) When two of them can look exactly the same. Almost exactly the same. Just change the eye colour. One's one's blue and one's teal. One has a ponytail on one side, the other has it on the other side. And then they swap and you can't tell. But you look in a mirror and you can't tell. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, But um, on the note of um, not being able to tell much, I need coffee. And Mm -hmm. we now have a way for you to buy us coffee. I know. Sort of <laughs> I, nice. I know. Um, look, um, we, we've had a few friends say, hey, look, we'd like to, you know, contribute in some shape mm. or form. And we're not really big enough to have a Patreon at this point. Mm. So we were told about coffee, Ko-Fi, yes. um, which is for coffee. About, I was told about coffee long ago. Um, uh, or in Dee's case, that sweet, sweet nectar of the gods, Red Bull. I don't know if that. that I, really I could hear awful. that. It sounds awful. <laughs> please, please don't shake your Red Bull can in front of the mic again. It's just Sorry. like so bad. Um, but yeah, the links are in the descriptions everywhere now. Um, so if you do did want to support us in some way, so that we're actually awake when we're doing these podcasts, buy us coffee. Buy us coffee. You kind of like, don't think you're ever going to be awake when we do this. I'm never going to be awake. No when wait, we do these this podcasts. is actually great. If if our listeners want our quality to improve, then they can buy us a coffee and. Our, our quality will improve because we'll be more awake. This is great. Sure. This is good. Mm, it's a good thing. If People, you want better buy us quality coffee. content, buy us coffee. Please, that would um, be nice. Anyway, look, let's get on to what we're actually doing this episode. And with the Olympics off for this year, how are mm. we supposed to get our big Japanese sports here? Well, I'm quite glad that you did ask me that. You uh, didn't ask. Nope, nope, did, we, uh, or is this voice? Did you ask? Voices. 
You see, this episode is all about the sports, anime, and manga, and whether it's ice skating, boxing, basketball, volleyball even, um, there's plenty of great anime out there for us to sink our feet into. And if you are new to the channel and enjoying what you're hearing so far, hit that subscribe button and drop us a comment with your favourite sports anime. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are and mm. have a bit of a look at ourselves, maybe something we haven't seen either. Um, but before we do get stuck in, it's time to look at the news. Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. Yes, it's time to look at what's been going on in the world of anime and manga the past fortnight. And let's start with a film, A Whisker Away. Oh. Now, this was meant to be coming to Japanese cinemas on June 5th, but obviously... The usual. The huge. Um, it's now debuting worldwide on Netflix this week, uh, June 18. So we're actually going to do a, uh, a special uh, Kawaii Extra on that because it's adorable. I'm it so looks excited. very, very cute. It's, it's so up my alley, mm. absolutely. Now, now, if you haven't heard of A Whisker Away, um, it's to do with cats. Um, the original story is about finding one's true self, and it's set in Tokonami. And Aichi and centers on Mio Muge Sasaki. She's a peculiar second-year junior high student who has fallen in love with her classmate, Kento Hinode. Mugi resolutely pursues Hinode every day, but he takes no notice of her. Mm. So, nevertheless, while carrying a secret she can tell no one, Mugi continues to pursue Hinode and discovers a magic mask that allows her to transform into a cat named Taro. Aww. And uh, that lets her get close to Hinode, but eventually it may also make her unable to transform back into human form. Weird. So, what you would know. Be the ultimate goal stay a cat forever or be a human forever? Ooh, that's hard. Ooh, that is hard. Uh, but but you know it's a classic tale, classic tale. You know, Absolutely. boy meets girl, boy ignores girl, girl turns into a cat to get back at boy. Uh, yeah. Girl can't stop being cat. You know that <laughs> yeah. old chestnut. That old mm. chestnut. It's such a beautiful, well trodden story. Like how can <laughs> they do it do wrong? Be like that. Mm -hmm. uh, careful, Disney will do a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, they will. will. Um, but look, it's it does sound. Lovely, and the animation um, from the trailer uh, just looks yes. stunning. Oh yeah, this thing looked like it was a, supposed to be cinema quality kind of mm -hmm. thing. So it's like, ooh, makes, this is makes sense. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for it. Um, but uh, on a not so uh, wonderful note for <laughs> some people, manga piracy um, is in the news again in Japan. Um, Japan's parliament has enacted a proposed revised copyright law. And this is going to expand the law to punish those who knowingly download illegally uploaded or pirated manga, magazines, and academic works. Mm. Now, this goes into effect on January 1, 2021. They're already starting certain things um, to implement this to other areas already. Um, it does have a bit of leeway, so they'll still allow for the downloading of a few frames from a manga. Mm. They haven't really specified if it's several pages or like literally the frame within the manga. Mm. So like if it's a four coma, four panel sort of things. Mm. Um, or posting those fo uh, photographs of the manga is not the focus of the photo. So if you've got a manga in the background behind you and you're, you know, slanging your peace sign in front <laughs> of it, apparently that's cool. Mm. Um, it will mm. also not punish people who download derivative works such as doujin or fanfic parodies, which I was going to say, if you're going to go after fanfics, Absolutely. You're going to peeve a lot of people off. Ooh, yeah. What are you doing? You, That's you, a community you don't want to tussle with. Uh -uh. I've heard stories. I, I've Fascinating heard stories. stories. But he, here's the thing. like they, they say not only download a legally uploaded or pirated manga, it's always been a bit of a grey spot for fan subs. This is the same sort of thing that we've mm. had with like animes. If it's 
taking an original thing and creating a derivative version of it, it's not legally speaking at the moment at least um, considered to be piracy because you are the, the type of work you are doing for it is transformative. Yeah. Um, so the question is whether that this law changes the meaning of that for manga. Uh, it's always something yeah. to be concerned about these things. Yeah. The whole fair use idea is always just this tricky, very, very hard to nail down subject. Mm. So every time someone else throws a new hat into the ring on this, you have no idea what can happen. See, like I think it's, it's the big question is going to be how this will impact the um, the, the fan subbing community for mangas. Mm. Like we we know, like there is so many manga out there which people love, which haven't had an official English licensing or translation yeah. done, which sucks. It, it does, yeah. and this you know that was a way to you know introduce people to it. Like for me, I wouldn't have known about. Um, Oh, brains completely died on me. TZ Master Takagi, mm-hmm. um, to the extent I did before the anime came out, if I hadn't found the manga online, yeah. and then it obviously started getting fans, uh, yeah. you know, properly subbed by Crunchyroll. Um, but if I hadn't been reading it the way I had, I would not have been able to get some of the you know official merch from it because it was time limited, and you would only know about it if you'd read the manga the week it came out. Yeah. Exactly. So th- there are these and restrictions merch in place. Are a huge kind yeah. of business for these um, for these publications. Mm. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's, I feel it's like there needs to be a way of making these things universal and accessible. Yeah, which is the we, real we are trick, isn't we it? are starting to get more of it, but we'll have to see. Like um, we did have Manga Rock, which was uh, got in trouble in the news end of last year for having a lot of um, not uh, necessarily fan sub, but actual licensed anime and mangas on their site, which they did not have permission to have. That's mm. naughty. Yeah, they have now since um, completely shut down the service and launched their own new service, but mm. it doesn't have the type of manga on there people are looking for. I think I remember us talking about that in a former podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, look, anyway, let's move on. Um, Let's go go to uh, good old Miss Rona's update. So delays. Crunchyroll Expo 2020 has been cancelled in order to emphasise the health of attendees, staff, exhibitors and guests. Mm -hmm. Gundam's upcoming Hathaway anime film has been delayed also. That was planned to open July 23rd. Um, President, It's Time for Battle, episode 11, which was meant to come out today. It's been delayed by one week, so we're going to see episode 10 again out tonight. Um, upcoming Idol anime, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart, has oh. been delayed by a season. That's now going to come out in October. And Studio Bones' upcoming romance film, Josie, the Tiger and the Fish, has also been delayed. No official release date on when that's coming. Um, mm. That one re- looks really beautiful based does, off a, yeah. um, a light, not, not a light novel, an actual novel, I mm. believe. Um, Those but are always fascinating. There are there are some restarts that are good to talk about. So That's the new good. Digimon Adventure anime that uh, was meant to start this season has completely restarted broadcasting. That's going to um, that started this week from episode one again. So it's now going on. Oh, good. Um, no Guns Life second part has been locked in for the upcoming summer season. My teen romantic comedy Snafu's third and final season has also been rescheduled for July, along with Sword Art Online Alicization's final arc and Zoe. Wild Zero, and this season's Apari Runman will also relaunch as part of the summer season. So, hmm. so let's just quickly jump on to what other news we've had this week. 
time-travelling anime film Mirai has landed on Netflix US this month, with both the English dub and subtitle versions now available. The film was originally released in 2018 and won the Animation of the Year Award at the 42nd Japan Academy Prize and was nominated for an Oscar. The planned Studio Ghibli theme park is due to break ground this July and expected to still open in fall 2022. The park's developers aren't expecting any delays due to the virus and its first three areas to be themed around My Neighbor Totoro, Princess Mononoke and Kiki's Delivery Service. Studio Science Saru has revealed another TV anime is in the works, other than their upcoming Netflix anime, Japan Sinks 2020. The upcoming project is being headed by a director other than the studio founder, Yuasane Masaki, who recently resigned as the studio's president. Staying with studios, and UFO table appear to be in trouble with the law. The Tokyo Public Prosecutor's Office has charged the anime studio, its founder, representative director, and president with violating Corporate Tax Act. It's been accused of hiding 139 million yen in taxes. That's about 1.3 million US, which is believed to be about 30% of the proceeds from UFO table's anime-themed restaurants across Tokyo. Several new series have been announced as part of new projects for the past fortnight and Shaman King is getting a new anime adaptation next April. The new anime will adapt all 35 volumes of the Banger's new complete edition, which released this month. Grappling Anime Baki's second season has also been confirmed for a July debut on its with its whole second season now out on Netflix. An original sci-fi anime Decadence has announced its premiering in the upcoming summer season. Heading over to the bookshelves, comedy series Kagushi Goto, My Dad's Secret Ambition, has announced its coming manga is coming to an end in July. Cells at Work's spin-off mangas and That Time I Got Reincarnated Again as a Workaholic Slime have been licensed for digital release on Kodansha's English platform, but the Cells at Work manga Baby has been heading to hiatus again this month. And in dub news, Sentai Filmworks has unveiled the English dub is on the way for age difference romance series After the Rain. Crunchyroll is adding the English dub of Sentence of a Bookworm's second half on June 20, and Funimation's dub of The Promised Netherline will finally hit the platform on July 1st. And that's your anime news for the week ending June 14, 2020. Kawaii Radio! I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Ah... Uh. Let's get stuck in. Let's go. It's, it's time. It's time for the big one. It's the, the wonderful, most fluid dancing on ice that anime hath ever so seen. beautiful. Yowie on ice. Yuri on ice. Oh, yes, sorry. It's Yuri on ice. Yuri with three exclamation points on ice. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that checks out. What yeah. is the, uh, like, just sort of offhandedly, what is the coding convention of, like, the amount of exclamation marks you attach to an anime? Well, I've the seen more a bunch that have two. The more exclamation marks in sports slash boy love animes tends to be like in correlation with how much boy love there is. Like ah. three has something like two, I Ooh, think. Okay. It's some weird trend that's happened and I noticed it recently and I was like, hello. See something secret there's something language. else I've noticed as well where it's used. Um some when they have a second season will put an exclamation part uh, mark at the end of the name of the show is instead as well. It mm. for just any of them. It's happened with um Konosubara, I think, did it. They put an explanation mark at the end. So, yeah. um, okay. And so did 
Oh, what was it called? Nisekoi did it as well. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few that do it. Yes. Oh, Kaon did it. They added yes, an extra explanation mark in I the just, second season. I, ha- I have seen it in a bunch of different shows. Like there will be one, two, I believe one had eight and it was supposed to be very, very ridiculous. Wow. But yeah, it's, I'm like, I'm wondering if there's like a... Bye, 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 bye. Don't believe so, but yeah, that one was a lovely little uh, trip. What? <laughs> oh, there's an anime called Bobo 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 Bobo. Okay, uh, I just looked at Carl and I was like, "Are you pulling my leg right now? No, You're joking, I'm not. right?" This guy's oh. got a golden afro. It's amazing. I'll tell you about wow. that later, but we Please. should get stuck yeah. into yes, Yuri on Ice. So. Let's talk about Yuri on Ice. My favorite mm. boys. My favorite pure soft soft boys. Pure. I love them. Pure wonderful boys. I love them. When we talk about what sports we should actually do, um, because. Tama Yomi didn't work out. Yeah. I was like, well, I still want to talk about gay sports, so. Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. Mm-hmm. I think it's I screamed it and I was very excited about it and I th- thought about it all week. You got very excited on Instagram when I put up the picture too. Absolutely. I was like, hello. Immediately straight to the story like, hello. yeah, boy. <laughs> um, so Yuri on Ice came out in 2016, mm. which is like four years ago and it's still. Oh, wow. Yeah. That it holds up really, really well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was really good. I remember like. I was kind of watching anime at the time and then I watched Your Own Ice and I stayed up till like 4am to watch it and had work the next day because oh. I had to finish it. Mm. It's beautiful. You just had to know where it was going to go. I did. I really did. Um, so Yuri on Ice uh, follows Yuri Katsuki, who is a Japanese figure skater. Mm-hmm. He is near retiring because he has really, really bad anxiety, which boy, do I feel that a whole mm-hmm. lot. If I could retire from life because of my anxiety, I would. Um, Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't mm. it be nice? Uh, <laughs> um, and then one day he finds that his idol. I don't know why that fired off. Russian figure <laughs> skating champion. Well, it's perfect Victor. because it was announcing Victor. <laughs> Victor. 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 Um, Victor. Blah, Victor. No, I can't say his last you name. Can't say his I last cannot name. do it. I can't do it's it. It's too Russian for words. It's not even. I just can't do it. Oh, I, I, I want to have a try at this. So it's Victor. It's like the th- that one. Victor. N- yeah, right. Nikiforov. I think that's what it Nikiforov. is. Nikiforov. Nikiforov. So basically, Victor, Nikiforov. probably one of the most beautifully animated men. There's something about. Oh. There's something about light, white, silver, grey-haired anime men that is just so good, and it's such a good trend. And I'm glad it's a thing. But Victor is very beautiful. Uh, also, I've got, very. I've got to agree. The equal same on the ladies' front. Oh, I yes. I love a anime girl with white hair or right? grey hair. There's That's just something really beautiful too. about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm. Um, Victor suddenly shows up as his, at his family's bathhouse, and I think it's one of my all-time favorite scenes. Is that Victor just stands <laughs> up, and you're like, "Oh, this is how boy love this anime is." Yeah. He is naked. You can't see anything, but. It's the first episode, too. This is it the is ending the of the first episode. episode. That's right, I forgot about that. It kind of all blurs into one. <laughs> um, so th- this only had 12 episodes as well. Such a good 12 episodes. And, and a film. And a f- Well, the film is meant to have been out now, yes. but, you know, like um, everything, delayed. It is. It um, was called... I think it was like uh, Ice, Ice Innocence. Adsolence. Uh, ice adolescence. Adolescence. That's adolescence. Adolescence. <laughs> adolescence. Yes, ice adolescence. Adolescence on ice. I think it was supposed to follow uh, Victor as well instead oh. of Yuri. Yuri K. Oh. Because there's actually two Yuris in Yuri on yeah. Ice. There is the Japanese figure skater Yuri Katsuki, and then there is also the Russian figure skater Yuri or Yurio Plitsetsky. Mm. And they're sort right. of rivals. They sort absolutely of are. Mm. Yurio is like. How dare you take 
Victor away from me. Yeah. Not because I'm in love with him, but because he was supposed to train me. And then mm. Yuri's like, but uh, maybe I'm in love with him. And Victor's just there having a good time with his dog. Victor just is just so... like. Th- this is something I actually quite disliked in anime several years ago, but now I love. Mm. And it's where they change the animation style depending on how serious the scene is. Yes. And they, they did a really good so job beautiful. of it with this because you get um, Yuri K, the main guy's internal monologue, and he just pops up looking all chibi like going, yep. hello, everything's fine. And yeah. It's like, you're a lying protagonist. Yep. <laughs> we kind you're of a cliche uh, lying protagonist. We kind of saw something similar to this in this season's um, My Next Life as a Villainous. Yeah. Where uh, the girl's internal monologue is a series of five sort of chibi versions of themselves. Mm. It's like Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. It's like the Lizzie McGuire trend. Oh man, that takes mm. me way yeah. back. <laughs> no, look, th- this is one of those incredible moments. Like, let, let's. This is an original anime by mm-hmm. Mappa, and yep. let, let's just get this out there. Mappa's pretty much become the your, ki- your king of original anime the past five years. So good. It is incredible yeah. the stuff they're putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, the director as well, uh, Yamamoto Sayo, was behind. Uh, she was behind Michiko and Hachin, mm-hmm. which um, I think uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's very brightly coloured. It's to do with a girl and an orphan who meet up and run off and steal a bike, and it's got hey, crime involved. I yep. saw a bit of that. Um, that was crazy. She was also the woman uh, person who reimagined the woman called Fujiko Mine from. Lupin the Third. Yeah. Um, she's done a lot of storyboarding over the years, from everything from Space Dandy to Death Note. Um, so she does. She she's got that talent, and she's shown it because everything she's been involved in as a director has just turned out amazing. Mm. Like, mm. wow, it's just so good. It's such a beautiful, beautiful anime. Mm. The animation itself is really, really stunning. It. Figure skating is one of those things that's really hard to capture. Figure yeah. skating and I feel like dancing are really hard to capture. In animation, especially and not whilst not using CGI, mm. and, and they used it a little in the uh, in the actual sequences yeah. of dance. But I feel like they did it sort of. It's really well done. It's though. artistically. Do, do you done. want to know why it's really well done? Mm-hmm. The yes. figure skating was choreographed by Miyamoto Kenji, who is a figure skater. He performed the routines himself, which they recorded the audio of, mm-hmm. and used that for the skating sound effects. Did, did they, uh, did they uh, rotoscope it as well? I don't think it was rotoscoped. No? I think they just filmed him and then they animated it themselves. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, it's tricky. like this is one of those shows that's been praised by figure professionals, figure skaters mm-hmm. as well. So in the 2018 Winter Olympics, some skaters actually performed two music from the show, yep. including hey. a double set, a singles, and I think there was. Uh, an exhibition one as well. Yeah. So it's it it had it's that profound effect. Stunning. And it definitely is one of those animes that a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds can really mm. get into. Yuri is really is a main character that you can really like re- like resonates with a lot of people yeah. because he is really anxious and he feels a lot of stress and a lot of pressures from like his family and from the media and from like his sportsmanship yeah. and it's really beautiful to see his journey over the film, uh, the film, the series. Mm. Um, and something that was really interesting, I noticed on like a second and third watch, is that the opening sequence gets more color and gets different colors the further yeah. you go throughout the series. Mm. Yeah, which does. kind of shows his growth Oof. throughout. And it. that opening sequence. As oh well. my gosh, oh. the song! Such a jam. Every time it so comes good. on in the car, I'm like, "Let's go! Yeah. Today's going to be a good day." <laughs> it's also like th- this is one of those series which discussed a lot of important themes. Anxiety mm-hmm. was definitely one of those big ones, as yes. you mentioned. And looking and at it, like, I mean, this is four years ago. This isn't like 
the, the, today we're living in, especially in Australia, and mm-hmm. if you if you're over in the U, some of our listeners in the UK will be aware of this. There's a lot more focus on you know talking about mental health, yeah. and it's something. Well, three of us are big advocates for. We believe mm-hmm. it's something that you know you need to look after. You need to be open with if you can, mm-hmm. and you know feel comfortable talking about. And to think four years ago, this was something that was pushed to the front of an anime out of Japan who was so super conservative when mm. it comes and to so many things. Mm. It, it's really quite surprising. And it's not like it's not even just the single character's sort of um, view of anxiety as mm. well. Um, his rival, Yuri K, is he? Yeah. His uh, rival, yes. P. Sorry, yes. Yuri P. Uh, Yurio. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Russian Yuri. It's... <laughs> His um, upbringing is considerably more different. He's mm-hmm. more um, strained and strenuous. He's mm. uh, pushed to be the best at what he does. And I feel like this also contributes to him having his own like flaws and anxiety as well. And He's got his own sort of inferiority complex as well. He's a very angry boy. Mm. But also, like, there's a couple of really beautiful moments throughout it that you also get to see Yurio's like, character progression. Mm. And there's a lot of very soft moments with him. And you're like, okay... He's not just angry all the time. He has mm. a reason for this no, anger. No, he he develops quite naturally. He does, yeah. From what I see, the whole the whole show develops so beautifully. And even Victor, who's like the top tier of ice skating in the anime, and then is like, actually, I'm retiring to go and train this kid from Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, and everyone's like, why would you do that? And he's like, because I don't want to do this anymore because yeah. I'm really burnt out. And it shows that like, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, you can get burnt out. You can have anxiety. Mm-hmm. You can be stressed about things. There's a lot of, th- uh, there's a lot of things to sort of take away from this from any viewer. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't matter let, if you're into let, Yaoi or sports anime. Let, or let's jump <laughs> straight. About let's this. jump straight into that Yaoi thing because everyone who looks at this doesn't call it Yaoi. Nah. It's, it's, it's a grounded, realistic look at mm-hmm. a gay relationship. Um, so homosexuality, especially in Japan and Russia, it still has a lot of big issues there. It has a lot of stigma behind Considering, it. Yeah. yeah, it's the two main characters. Like the main characters are Russian and Japanese, and like those are those are nations that are pretty conservatively against that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and the events. Um, so th- there's obviously a lot of little bits and pieces which happen in the show, mm-hmm. and the events of episode seven are considered a little ambiguous, yes. um, allegedly. And director Yamamoto Sayo said that she actually faced censorship in regard to creating mm-hmm. those events, mm-hmm. which is why they were portrayed the way they were, mm. um, which is frustrating. Um, it also highlights the homophobia in figure skating. So in episode seven, there's a flashback which shows a younger version of Victor, and he's wearing a costume based on an openly gay figure skater, Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir was subject to homophobic comments throughout his entire career, and they mm-hmm. decided that, yeah, we'll make his costume look like the one he wore when he was doing bring the Olympics. Re- representation. Yeah, yeah, bring that representation. Mm-hmm. They even, Johnny Weir's been interviewed on it as well, and he was utterly just like, you know, such heartfelt happiness that, you know, that people were actually looking at this and addressing this and mm-hmm. acknowledging the history and the yeah. sport as well. And it's, it's just, it's one of those... It's one of those animes where they take the topic seriously and don't try to make humor out of it. Don't yeah. try to make light of it. They don't um oh what was the term where there's um there's a term where there's like there's two characters who it's implied that they might be gay but then they never actually follow through on it's it. It's like the two mm. uh, ambiguity. It's uh, like queer baiting. Yeah, yeah that queer, queer baiting. baiting. Yeah. Um so like the fact that they don't do that where like they imply look oh these two characters might be a little bit gay for each other. Um, Maybe that they're, they're just really good friends or they're cousins like in Sailor Moon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like you know, oh let's get the the gay community on board without actually 
offending uh super conservative yeah. part of our audience it's as like well. having the token like gay friend the token gay character in yeah. a lot of animes or the token multicultural character yeah, yeah exactly the thing about like yuri on ice as well is that because it's like at a world stage of figure skating there's so many different characters from so mm. many different backgrounds and they all come together and kind of have like a really good time and there's a lot of sportsmanship between everyone mm. I there's a, a lot of, of drama in it but it, there's a lot of sportsmanship as well i had a bit of concern about that when i started like watching f- further ahead and like seeing all these different characters show up i had this fear that it would be kind of like that sort of like a non-ensemble effect where there's like a whole bunch of these different and various interesting mm. looking characters mm. who would get limited screen time like Mm. It's, a, it's a hard balancing act because you don't want to give them too much and then, yeah. you know, you, you get rid of them the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, here I mean, is your entire you backstory. Goodbye. I think it's 12 episodes to pack stuff like that yeah. amount into it is no mean feat. Most of the characters that sort of show up in the early episodes show up again later on because mm. you follow Yuri's journey, both Yuri's journey through to, I suppose, spoilers, into like the international yeah. championships of it. And well, of course, it's a sports anime. They're going to get. They're going to get. They're going to get to the top. But they're going to go to the nationals or the international. It the underdog will make it to the top. To get there, mm-hmm. boy howdy, is it a hard time for everyone involved? Mm. There's a lot of tears, which I do actually really like because yeah. it's not. No one is ever put down in the anime for crying, and I think that's really, really important because Yuri cries so much, and I'm like. Bro, well, except for Yurio attacking him in the very first episode when he was crying. He's in the just bathroom. really angry. But, Look, yeah. he's a soft. He he's <laughs> trying his best. He he's is his also best. what I really like. He's also a teenager. Yeah, he is a child. He's he is. only just old enough to compete at the level that he's competing, mm. and he has worked so hard to get there, which I think is kind of like it's a really good way to represent that he is yeah a child because he's so like one focus and can only focus on this one thing yeah whereas a lot of the kind of the older characters are kind of just there being like you know if i win sick if i don't it's gonna suck but yeah. there's a lot of other things out mm-hmm. there for me it's i will admit to uh, making a pretty uh, shameful joke somewhere near the start when i first saw um yuri having an emotional moment i uh, looked at the screen and said Get in the robot, Yuri. No, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Sorry about he that. Does have Wrong a, he, anime. Well, he does have actually a similar design language to um, Yuri to Shinji. Yeah, absolutely. But, he's definitely... Um, uh, he does? Yeah. Yeah, he's a lot... Like, a lot of his body language is very... I think it's kind of just the general, like, anxious, mm. scared, like, stressed out kind mm. of mental state is that people try to make themselves smaller. And Yuri yeah. does that a lot. And there's a lot of times where you see Yuri and he's kind of hunched over and huddled mm. or he's like floundering around and he doesn't know what to do mm. because he's so stressed out. Yep. Which so many of us can relate to. Absolutely. <laughs> it's um, a beautiful, beautiful anime. But look, if you do want to watch Yuri on Ice, you can catch it on Crunchyroll, Funimation and VRV. Um, VRV's kind of, um, they've been around for a while, but we don't normally mention them because... Mm. I don't know. Um, they're not normally available in most of our areas, but they seem to be expanding into South America, so uh, definitely good to get them on there. Um, they kind of like collect like a lot of sort of like fan focused shows and things. So like VRV have an agreement with Crunchyroll to get anime. They've got an agreement with um, some conventions to get live streams from the conventions and stuff like that. That's great. Um, not available in Australia. Do believe it's South America and maybe Italy. Not. 100% clear on that. Um, but definitely worth, um, either way, Crunchyroll, Funimation, or VRV are the best places to check it out as far as we found. Um, 12 episodes, um, you know, uh, from from my understanding, it's it finishes the story, kind of completely ties it up. 
um, towards yeah. the end, but there is room for more. Yes, absolutely. We've seen that in a few animes, like one which we'll be talking about yeah, later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on that note, we should get on to the next topic, which is a manga-related mm. one. The Wi-Fi Radio. That anime was a manga? That manga was an anime? Manga Kai. Yes, we're talking about a b-ball after school, breaking some rules and all that sort of stuff. Don't don't turn this into uh, Fresh Prince. Just why not? I'm the Fresh Prince of Slam Ball. If you Hello say there, so, fellow kids. Hello, cool kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, all the kids are talking about Fresh Prince of Bel Air in this day and age. Yes, we're talking Slam Dunk, one of the most well-known and popular basketball mangas in Japan, and there's a very good reason for that. So, Slam Dunk uh, came. Ran from 1990 to 1996 in Weekly Shonen Jump. It has 31 volumes, several hundred chapters. Can read it on Viz Media's website. Um, it is comedy, drama, school, shonen, sports, and it had an anime adaptation run from 1993 to 1996 with 101 episodes and four films, which I did think whoa, it was familiar. didn't cover um, <laughs> even the entire manga in that spot because it hadn't even finished, but. Look, um, Slam Dunk has got quite a lot of history behind it. Um, so, firstly, if you haven't heard of it, it's um, set in a high school. Sakuragi Hanamachi is a tall, boisterous teenager with flame-red hair and physical strength beyond his years. As he begins his first year at Shokuku High, he's eager to put an end to his rejection streak of 50 girls. Yep. Oh, no. And finally score himself a girlfriend. Aww. Yeah. What a what, precious boy. What a passion. However, he's got a bit of a reputation for delinquency and destructiveness, and oh. most of his fellow students avoid him like the plague because of this. Yeah, so, yeah that's, fair. that's as, fair. As his first day of school ends, he's left with two very strong thoughts. I hate basketball because a lot of the girls he likes like basketballers, mm. and I need a girlfriend. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... While he's having these thoughts and being a bit of a grump about to head home, high school girl Akagi Haruko, unaware of his history of bad behaviour, notices his immense height and approaches him asking whether or not he likes basketball. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, now, Akagi is exactly the type of girl he likes, so he's ready to explode and then quickly changes his mind and is like, <gasps> I I'm an athlete. I do sports. <laughs> as many sports as you do. Yeah, he's overcome by the fact that a girl is speaking to him and he blurts out, like, yes, he loves basketball, despite his true feelings. And at the gym, he, she asks him if he can do a slam dunk. Um, though a complete novice, Hanamachi palms the ball, makes the leap, overshoots, and slams his head straight into the backboard. Um, but let's be honest, you have to get pretty high to do that. So um, she's pretty amazed by his near inhuman physical abilities and quickly notifies the school's basketball captain of his feet, saying, yeah, you should give him a try out. With this, Hanamachi is unexpectedly thrust into a world of competition for a girl he barely knows, but he soon discovers that there is perhaps more to basketball than he first thought. Now, fun fact, mm -hmm. head of the basketball team, her older brother. Of course, I was waiting uh, for you to say that. I knew yep. that was coming. Yep. Of course. Um, How she's else also, would you notify him? She's also in love with uh, a very, very good basketball player from 
the, the rival team? No. Oh. Oh. He was he was from a different school when she was helping to run the uh, the middle school basketball team. Now they're in the same school. <gasps> dun, 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 love triangle. Oh, yeah. Of course, always. So, um, look, th- this is one of those mangas that um, just, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it has a lot of heart to it. Um, I read a lot of it the last few nights, um, almost 60 chapters, because oh I, I do that. What what else what are else, you going to do, do at the moment, like, to be honest? Yeah. Keep um, nice and cozy. And do read. sports. That, Wait. Do, that's, do the no, sports. Do the sports. Reading sports does not count as doing sports. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. <sighs> that's that's how I'm getting it out there, you know, like getting, getting it out there with the sports. Um, <laughs> so, look, um, Inui, um, the creator of it, is Inui Takahiko. Uh, he wrote Buzzer Beta um, directly after this. Buzzer Beta is set in the future where now aliens have visited Earth and aliens are good at basketball. So they set up a team <laughs> to try and beat the aliens. It's essentially Space Jam. I was going to say, are you just um, talking about Space Jam? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, you might have heard of his other one, which he's been doing since 99 till now, Vagabond. Yep. Yeah. That one I do know. It's a very, very popular show. Uh, sorry, manga. And it has received quite a lot of praise and awards over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the note of awards, this um, Slam Dunk won the 40th Shikaku Manga Award for Best Shonen Manga in 94. And in 2010, Takahiko received a special commendation from the Japan Basketball Association for popularizing basketball in Japan. Mm. Now, it's kind of funny because... He became inspired to make Slam Dunk as he liked basketball since his high school years. And after he started writing it, he was surprised when he began receiving letters from readers that said they started playing the sport due to the manga, which is really lovely. You kind of don't hear about that. You hear about uh, baseball being sort of like Japan's Mm -hmm. big, huge sport. Absolutely, yeah. But um, his editor even told him basketball was a taboo in this world of manga. Yeah, because it was very American. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. It is. It's a very, that's very fair. Western sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even though they're, they love baseball, um, basketball apparently just didn't have that the same sort of thing to them. So due to these letters, Ino decided he wanted to draw better basketball games in the series. He believed his success as a manga artist was largely due to basketball, and he organized a scholarship for Japanese students as part of a way to give back to the sport. Mm. So the Slam Dunk spot Scholarship Program was created in 06, and the winning 17- to 18-year-old recipients received a fully paid academic an athletic scholarship to a university prep school in America if they pass the admission test. So kind of a big deal. Um, it's got well over 120 million copies sold as of 2012, um, which is eight years ago, so I wonder how many. Um, it is one of the most successful manga series in history, and its wide success led to a large increase in the popularity of basketball in Japanese youth. Now, this all sounds great. Mm-hmm. Sounds wonderful. Does uh-huh. gets better. Oh, good. Okay. I was afraid the manga. The, the manga's finished. You can just go Yay. and read the whole thing. None of this. Oh, I'm gonna have to wait. And you know, it's a completed series, 31 volumes. So like, let, let, let's let's not beat around the bush. That's a lot of time and a lot of money it's to invest. Not. How far through did you get? Um, I got about five volumes. Oof. Yeah. How many volumes were there? Sorry. 31. 31. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That is. That's a time-consuming so, That's a time sink, but I bet it's a good time it's sink. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. It's very funny as well. There are so many gags and just silly behavi- behavioral things. The I way mean, the characters are drawn is just so emotive. Like, I mean, we mentioned earlier the shot of him, like, uh, you know, going to uh, slam dunk a ball and just slamming his head into the oh. headboard. 
It's a fantastic picture. It is a great picture. <laughs> and that it's would hurt. it's it I kinda want to make it my phone image. <laughs> <laughs> um but look, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Like if you are looking for like something to read, which a lot of us are at the moment because, you know, we can't go and do a lot of the things we normally do. We've got the time. We've got the time. Um you should definitely check it out. You can get find it on Viz Media's website. I'm pretty sure the um anime itself could be found on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um but I'd have Maybe. to double check that um, because it hasn't been a while since I had to look for it. Like, well, I say a while; it's been like a week um, <laughs> because I'm, you know, so across everything right Very now. Very um, But you can find a lot of information online just by searching "slam dunk" and then in brackets "manga" or "anime" um, because otherwise you'll get directed to Wikipedia's page on what a slam dunk in basketball is. Um, which you know, when I'm trying to research it, just it it, it not work very well. Yes, it is on Crunchyroll. Thank uh-huh. you very much, Dee, for You're finding welcome. that. Um, Google. Yeah, thank you, Google, very much. Google knows all. Google knows all the things. But let's move on from a basketball, and we've done ice skating. We've done basketball. What's, What's the next? next logical progression out of those two? Oh, c- clearly it has to be like a dance off. Mm, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. And by dance off, I mean punching each other bloody. <laughs> oh, it seems legit. Seems legit. I mean, it's basically a dance of two people's fists. Yeah. Anything can be dancing if you try hard enough. No, oh, that just pu- that just uh, puts that song "Dancing Queen" into a new thing. Oh my! <laughs> oh my oh God. no! Punching the dancing queen. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you did we're this. talking you about did this. Megalo Box. Yay! And uh, this this anime is B E A beautiful. Now we yeah. di- we have. Firstly, we have touched on Mega Lowbox briefly during our isolation watch list guide um, a couple of months back, but let's really dig into it this time. Last time we kind of just glossed over it. We're like, yeah, it's good. You should we watch just, it. We just basically sort of suggested it to you. It's like, mm. hey, have you heard of this anime? You should watch this anime. Now we're going to tell you a thing about this anime. This is a 2018 mm-hmm. boxing anime. It is. This is a uh, spiritual successor and an homage to a very old one. Yeah, a Shita no Joe, which mm-hmm. was... Um, created in like the 60s it's it's one of the most well-known and loved sort of shonen mangas oh it it lasted for ages so many people it had a number of series it had a uh, live action movie which i saw bits of recently in research for this and oh man it looks here's something funny a good live action Oh, yeah. It looks great. It has seven video games that were were released from arcade cabinets to PS2 and Game Boy Advance (gasps) games. And there is a single typing kit game to teach your kids how to type with boxing. So good. It's sort of like a dance of fingers on type. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But we digress. We do. Because Shita no Joe, that takes place... In the distant past, that takes place around the 60s, 70s. It's a very sort of like contemporary modern for its time. Yeah, Muhammad Ali sort of, you know, mm-hmm. sting like a butterfly. And, no, float like, float a, like bee. a butterfly. Float like a butterfly, sting, sting like, like a bee. bee. I like the other way around. That would be kind of funny. Sting, sting like, like a, a butterfly, butterfly, float like a bee. <laughs> Bees do float. They're they very do. bumpy. And that's just going to make people wonder, what are the butterflies like in Australia? They bite. They bite. But we digress further. We do. Anyway, Megalobox. This takes place in a uh, somewhat distantish future Mm -hmm. where the world is divided into two classes. The licensed citizenry living a life of technological luxury 
and those without citizenship forced to live in the slums outside of megacities. This is kind of Judge Dredd. It's a bit Judge Dredd. Starship Troopers, kind of like a lot of sci-fis rolled into one. Um, Want to know more? I would love to know more. <laughs> the one thing that seems to bridge the like gap between these two classes in, is a kind of commonality, uh, a love for the sport of megalo boxing. Mm. This is like your standard, you know, two fist punch boxing, but augmented with performance enhancing technology. Essentially, you have a exoskeleton on just your arms. Uh, basically, That's how you need them on. robotic yeah. parts augmenting the speed and the power of your punches. Mm. It's this is the kind of stuff that allows you to punch through walls, and people are yeah. using it on each other. Yeah, yeah. It's like having a JoJo stand, but just for your arms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> just a mechanical JoJo stand, just yeah. like, I'm a beat a guy up. Huh, you I'm thought this was about going. Olympic sports, but it was me, Dio, all along. <laughs> so, JoJo. In this world, an enormous tournament is announced. Uh, one with no barriers for entry except citizenship. Anyone can enter, punch each other up, and rise to the top to prove themselves like the king of boxing. So one man from the slums steps up to take on the world. Cue badass soundtrack. <laughs> and this one person is, um, he goes by Junk Dog. He's a man with no name and a mysterious past. He's uh, spent his time in the slums in the kind of the criminal underworld. He uh, rigs boxing matches with his manager for money, that kind of thing. But then he decides, no, mm. I'm going to play it seriously. I'm going to rise mm. to the top. So you've got Junk Dog who ends up having to get a forged ID. Mm. And it's like, what are you going to call your name? Call me Joe. Yeah, he uh, sees a uh, sign on the road. It's just like, this kind of thing isn't for your average Joe. So it's just like, I'm the average Joe. I'm just average. Nothing nothing to see here. And uh, I don't know if it's kind of uh, spoilerish territory to say what he goes by when he like enters Megalobox and starts like showing oh, no, his no, moves. No, 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 let's, let's leave that. All let's right, leave yeah. that out because that is a pretty cool little little. <laughs> it's like, it is a massive change in the story that comes like halfway through the anime and it is, oof, it's breathtaking it's to watch. So they've got this forged ID. You've got coached uh, Yan, uh, Gansaku Nanbu who is missing an eye, mm-hmm. is very dodgy, mm-hmm. loves to gamble mm-hmm. and is very okay with throwing matches to make his uh, people in charge happy. I feel like yeah. we know his brother from Redline. Yeah. I literally <laughs> just, as Kyle was describing that, I was imagining the guy from Redline. I was like, mm. hang on a minute, no. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong anime. Wrong anime. <laughs> similar story. Similar kind of... Same hair. Dynamic. S- similar Same hair. hair. Same hair. Mm. So um, it's like, I've, this hits a lot of the notes of your kind of underdog sporting anime. Mm. But it does it in like a very beautiful way, and oh, the soundtrack that accompanies it—it's oh. really beautiful. It is really. Beautiful. Also, like it's—it just seems so like the animation of Megalo Box is a massive homage to '80s anime. Yeah, it's, it's like someone got that art style, and then instead of drawing it on your classic cell animation, went to a computer and scanned mm. it in. Yeah, and it's widescreen. It's beautiful. It is really it's beautiful. sharp. And when you see the fight scenes, like the fluid motion of mm. the punches and like the moves and sweat dripping off them, it's just woof. This is beautiful. It is. This is an homage. This is what an homage ought to be. Oh, and if you've ever seen Akira or any of those mm. um, cyberpunk '80s animes, you'll be very happy to notice the. Beautiful light trails coming off car lights. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It's just used like 80s. Because our man Joe so rides long. on a motorbike everywhere and you just see the light trails. It's just like, 
why can't we do that in real life? Yeah. Can someone invent a thing? I, I want this. Well, long exposure on a camera. Yeah, that's, that's all we yeah, can. Yeah, but I want to see it with my eyeballs, not a no. camera. We'll have to cha- have to go s- embrace the cyberpunk future. Get your True. eyes augmented. Ooh. I'm for that. <laughs> I put my eyes on long exposure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they are uh, so dry. <laughs> so dry right Can you now. imagine what the future will be like if everyone just ha- sort of has like little cameras in their eyes? What they'll be taking camera like pictures of. Let's not go there. Um, yeah, so anyway, with a forged ID, Joe and Nanbu have three months to work their way to the top of the Megalobox ranks in order to qualify for a chance to fight at Megalonia. And there is a man waiting at the top of this. Mm. The Why man known waiting? as Yuri. He's not on ice. He is on, not ice. on ice. He's on metal. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. It's like he has the most sophisticated kind of gear attached to him. Mm. Like the, I uh, think it's attached. I feel like it looks like it's ingrained into his very body. Yeah, it's pretty mm. much it's grafted onto his skin. Mm. It's just sort of like this... This sport is his life. He lives and breathes it mm. so much so that, yeah, the stuff is permanently grafted to his body. And his manager is uh, Yukiko Shirato. Now, Shirato Group is the group which organized the tournament. Mm. They're the big mm. megacorp. She's beautiful. She is. She's, She's pretty stunningly the drawn. The moment she came on screen, I screamed and was like, oh, my goodness, hello. And then I found out she's super powerful and I was like... Yes, thank yes. you. She's <laughs> very good. Um, she's overseeing the Megalonia tournament and obviously as the manager for Yuri, wants him to show off their best equipment, mm-hmm. which is what he's wearing. Um, he, it's a fan- fantastic story because you've got this undertone throughout it all that knowing that this tournament is purely to show off equipment. It's not actually about the boxing. It's about the equipment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a massive advertising campaign mm-hmm. for them. But then there is you know, this guy from the slums punching his way up through the ranks to meet this guy at the top. And it's just like, ooh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Who's going to do what? Oh, it's so good. And it ends on such a definitive note. It does. On such a surprising kind of a note. And yet we know there is a second season coming. Yeah. So um, the very last episode, you are going to be wondering through all of it, what happened? And you will not find out until the credits are finished rolling. Until the very last cell on the page. Yeah, it's it's just so well done because it shows you that no matter what happened in that last fight, mm. this is the world after it. This is, you know, the situation they're in. This is what's happened. This has been the fallout from it. And they do such a good job of avoiding letting you know who won. It's Ooh. it's really well done. Um, and then you... Like it's the story, even without knowing who won, without that last cell of the show, mm. would still be good. Yeah. But then that's like, and here's the cherry. <laughs> Here, here is what happened. Last, last here's what happened. Um, it's it's so amazing. And we have to put that to the uh, as a credit to the director. Oh. For actually like making this kind of suspense. Uh, Yo Moriyama. Yeah. Yo has. I think he's been involved in quite a few sort of big projects, mostly original mm. stuff. A bunch of the uh, recent Lupin the Third, like mm-hmm. wha- wicked animation ones. He was our uh, animation director for Red Line. Oh, there we go. There we go. Called so, it. Similar stories, and yeah, he has a whole lot of things to his name. He's worked in a whole bunch of different departments on a bunch of different things. So Which he knows seems his way. To, seems to be the case now for a mm. lot of the good directors. They're people who've done a lot of different things. They aren't just, you know, master of one trade. Yeah. Exactly. Which which you need in this day and age. If you don't understand how important sound is to your production, you're, you're not, not gonna. Going you're not gonna have a good one. You're not gonna appreciate what someone can bring. Uh, that was something, yeah. That's uh, I've learned about for filmmaking is 
to direct, you've got to know how to edit. Like you've got yeah. to know what your editor is going to be working with. And for doing that, you need to know how to do sound, how to work with the camera. It's mm. how people are going to block a shot. And if so you on. understand yeah. everything about like, like everything as much as you can about um, making a project like this, it can only work to your benefit. So yeah, if you're looking to getting a job in an industry like this, in animation, in filmmaking, something like that, start anywhere. Yeah. And just do anything. And now, keep there, trying new things. Mm, mm-hmm. There was something I didn't actually realize about Megalobox. It has a manga now. Ooh, so did that come out after? Or? It came out during. Hmm. Yeah. So um, Megalobox began airing in April 2018. The manga ran from February to August. Oh. It finished the same week the last episode aired. Oh. So no one knew what was going to happen. Ah. It was very well done. Um, but yeah, I, I only just discovered that when I was doing a little bit of research and I'm like, oh, where can I find this? Only two volumes as well. So short, sweet, mm. just like the series. So mm-hmm. definitely good. Um, but good news is Megalobox for a while was very hard to track down. Mm-hmm. It is now on Crunchyroll, VRV, yes. 2BTV and Netflix in some regions. Um, 2BTV seems to be a new service which um, you have to use specifically on a device. You can't use it on like a laptop or desktop. So it's designed for like iPads or gaming yeah. consoles and stuff. Interesting. Um, and same sort of principle to like Netflix where you've got a catalogue and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, this is like, this was my anime of 2018. It was... It, I couldn't go past it. It was It's so wild when you guys were like, oh, it came out in 2018 because it does not look it like it came out good. in 20... Like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. It looks It looks great. Absolutely. But it, the style makes you go, that's it's not so a nostalgic. 2000s. Yeah. It's like a, that's a 90, late 90s, early 90s, yeah. late 80s style. I mean, it's kind of a geeky thing to say, but it reminds me of the sort of the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's sort of like... Mm. It is that classic, beautiful thing we all fell in love with way back in the 90s but it's done in a style which is very, very modern, very, mm. very contemporary. Yeah. So mm. it's the sort of the fusion between old and new, which well, so many people well, struggle well, to well, capture. Well, sort, of, sort of like what we're seeing at the moment because Akira's 4K version has just been released in Japanese oh, cinemas. Yes. Mm. And it's a similar thing where they've spent all this time reworking the content they have to make it as good-looking as possible. If, if you watched Akira in 4K and then saw this, you'd get the same vibe. Yeah, so absolutely. De- definitely check it out. It's something, you know... We've constantly said is an amazing anime, and it, we've purposely put off talking about it, just like we have with Cowboy Bebop, until <laughs> there was a right moment to talk about it. Um, mm. Cowboy Bebop, we won't be talking about until the air uh, live action comes out, which yes. keeps getting pushed back <laughs> because it sounds awesome. Um, anyway, I digress. We need to wrap up. Kawaii Fire Radio. Well, that's where we need to leave things for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us once again. Next episode, it is actually time for a season in review. Oh. No. Um. Uh, are you are you sure this time? Th- this time, yes. Are you sure sure this time? Like you've checked? Yeah, yeah. I've actually checked. So um, for those not in the know, I completely got misguided about <laughs> a month ago and said, oh, the season in review is coming. So this season actually ends on the 30th of June, not May, because I can't count. And today's the 14th of June, so I'm absolutely sure this time we have two episodes left of everything and then we're done. I'm unconvinced. Check again. Oh. Well, if you're subscribed to us, you'll actually be hearing from us much sooner. There's a Kawaii Fight Extra on the mm-hmm. way next week and it's a classic Such tale. a classic tale. Boy meets girl, mm-hmm. boy ignores girl, so girl turns into a cat and stalks the boy. Uh, so heartwarming. That's not, I'm not sure that's heartwarming at all. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's cats, fine. it's teen romance. It's, it's, it's fine. It's uh, just fine. Uh, well, um, mm, 
Moving on, make sure you hit that subscribe button and don't forget to head over to our Instagram and Facebook pages for breaking anime news and videos. You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And until next time, watch some anime! anime!